Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. You are now worshiping with and rocking with now the Living Word Ministries. That's now the Living Word Ministries. No one without N-O-W. Well, we believe no one should go without the gospel. No one should go without the truth. No one should go without the rivers of living water. And guess what those rivers are? Those rivers are... Jesus Christ. And today, I just want to thank you for tuning in because you could have been anywhere. You could have went anywhere. You could have said, you know what? I don't even want to tune into this, but you did. You decided to tune in to the great and wonderful call of God. And I want to thank you. I speak blessings over your life and blessings over your house in the name of Jesus Christ. Blessings over your mind and blessings over your body in the name of Jesus Christ. Blessings over your direction. Blessings over your truth in the name of Jesus Christ. Blessings over the works of your hands. Blessings. Blessings. In the name of Jesus Christ. Well, you're in for a treat today. Today, I'm actually going to bring us a word, uh, bring you a word from the Lord, a word, from, a word from wisdom, a word from spirit, a word from his truth, a word from the God of heaven and earth. Are you ready? Hallelujah. I hope you came ready to eat some of this word. Today's topic um, is called, as the Lord placed upon me. The immovable sun, the immovable sun. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to talk about how we can be immovable and how immovability, immobility, uh, being stationary in Christ makes for a successful, powerful, uh, gracious word. I just want to thank you again for tuning in because you are in for retreat. If you're ready to be, if you have been called out of darkness and into his marvelous light, are you prepared to be an immovable son? We'll be right back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You are now worshiping with and rocking with now the Living Word Ministries. That's now the Living Word Ministries. No one without. Well, we believe no one should go without the gospel. No one should go without God. No one should go without salvation. No one should go without shelter. No one should go without rivers of living water. And guess what those rivers of living waters are? You guessed it. Jesus Christ. No one should go without salvation in the sun. No one should go without the power to be a son. No one should go without God in this godless world. Well, it's not a godless world per se. It's, it's a world that has turned its back on God, except for those of us who ran to God, who, who stand with God, who run for God and who walk with God in obedience. I just want to thank you again for tuning in. I am your host, A.P. Shepherd, Apostle Shepherd, as I have been called out, set apart, ordained and sanctified to do the work of the master. And I thank God that he sought me 
worthy to do these things. I want to thank each and every one of you for taking your time. As a matter of fact, I don't want to thank. I thank you. I thank you for taking your time to hear this word because this word was designated for you. This word was designed for you. This word was made for you to hear and it is time. So as I sit here, I'm gathering my word. Of, I'm gathering my word in the name of Jesus. I'm getting this Bible prepared to bring to you with thus saith the Lord. And I, and I, I want to, and I'm going to uh, illustrate to you today the importance of being what God called you to be, but more so the importance of understanding you can't be it unless you first come through whom it is solidified through. And do you? know who that is? Yeah, 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 yeah. You guessed it. That is Jesus Christ. Uh, Today, we're going to be coming out of uh, the book of Psalms. We'll be coming from the 46th Psalm. So that'll be Psalm 46 for some of you who read the book of Psalms in chapters. That'll be chapter 46. Um, Today, the Lord has impressed upon me to impress upon you the importance of knowing what happens and what rewards lie in standing with God against the world. Um, 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 what are the benefits that come with being faithful to God? What are the the the, the uh, things that uh, God wants you to understand as you walk with him and against all things that are unlike him? I'll tell you what it is. It is the rewards and the fruit of the benefits of walking with God in righteousness. Amen. Walking with God in holiness. Amen. Walking with God in his blessing, walking with God in his favor. This is what God has ordained for you. Amen. Say amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Amen. All glory be to God. Listen, listen, listen. I'm going to read the word for you first and 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 then we'll get into what it is the Lord is saying. I will be right back with the reading of the word. Stay with us. Amen. God bless you. Psalm 46 To the chief musician of the sons of Korah A song upon Alamoth And we begin God is our refuge and strength A very present help in trouble Therefore will not we fear Though the earth be moved And though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters therefore roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, Selah, that means to pause. Think about what you just heard. There is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. 
she shall not be moved. God shall help her that is right. Early. The heathen raged, the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice, the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge, Selah. Come, behold the works of the Lord, what desolations he has made in the earth. He make wars to cease unto the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder. He burneth the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. Pause. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You are now worshiping with and rocking with now the Living Word Ministries. That's now the Living Word Ministries. Now the Living Word Ministry. No one without. Well, we believe no one should go without the gospel. No one should go without the truth. No one should go without rivers of living water. No one should go without eternal salvation. And where do we find all that in? Yes, you guessed it. We find that in Jesus Christ. I want to thank you for tuning in. I thank you for your time. Thank you for your patience. And thank you for coming to hear the word of God. Um, we tried, we make sure that we abide completely in the word and only preach the word. Uh, ergo, uh, the apostle Paul speaking to young Timothy, uh, um, preached the word. And so we preached the word. We came to preach the word. We came to bring you a word from the Lord today. And uh, I hope you're ready. I hope you're ready. You came to the table to eat the word of God and to hear what God is saying to his church. Today we're coming out of the 46th Psalm. That's the 46th Psalm. And it is a beautiful Psalm, a powerful Psalm. And it is a Psalm that is definitely comforting. It's a Psalm of uplifting. It's a Psalm that lets us know who God is, what God plans to do and what we have in him for those of us who put our trust in him. Which brings me to the question, are you putting your trust in the Lord? Can you say that your faith is in God? Can you say that God is your all in all and that you are more concerned with what God wants you to do than anyone else? I'll, I'll let that hang in the balance for a minute and I'll, I'll leave that with you as the Holy Ghost has inspired me to, 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 to challenge you with that question. Are you steadfast in God? What does steadfast mean? I don't talk that way today. 
are you firmly rooted in God? Are you firmly rooted in Christ? Are you allowing the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you? Or are we, like most of us, even in the body of Christ, are we leaning to what we want to do and where we want to go? Are we leaning to our business uh, dreams, hopes, and aspirations? Are we? That is the question that God wants to know. And so, uh, man of God, woman of God, child of God, son of God, I want to encourage you. I, no, 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 not, not just want to. I encourage you to stand with God, to stand in God's word and to trust him above all things because he is the source of all provision, the source of all things. He will be your comforter, your shield and your buckler. Uh, what is a comforter? What is a shield? What is a buckler? A comforter brings you uh, relaxation. A comforter brings you peace. A comforter brings you joy. A comforter gives you hope. Oh, well, what is a buckler? Uh, a buckler is a small shield in which they would deflect the smaller daggers and the swords with. You had the big shield for the parrying of the javelins and the bigger swords and then you had the, the buckler which helped to shield one from the uh, attack or onslaught of anyone uh, that was trying to harm them. So there you have it. But let's get into the word. Um, so first and foremost God starts this psalm off and this is a very strong psalm. Uh, not one from David, but still a psalm, a very powerful psalm. Uh, what are psalms? Psalms are hymns. Psalms are songs of encouragement, songs of strength. When you read the book of Psalms, these are psalms, the songs that were written to encourage and strengthen the nation, to strengthen the church, to strengthen the body, to bring you the strength of grace, of the grace of God. So, so, so in those times where you felt weak or you felt like you were overtaken, in those times where you felt like you would be broken and you would be broken down, in those times where you felt like the enemy would get the best of you, they would come and turn to the songs. Why? Because songs, music soothes the savage beast. Music encourages and empowers us. Music uplifts and strengthens us. Yes, it does. But the music of God is that, that does that. Not the music of the world. The music of the world is designed to hinder, to hamper, and to slow you down, to distract, to deter you, and to break your focus, to keep you in chains and in shambles. Lost. Lost. Lost, L-O-S-T, lost in trying to have your own and your best season, lost in trying to uh, have the best car and the biggest house, lost in trying to have the longest chains dripping with ice, lost in thinking that any of that will get you into heaven because you can't take none of that with you. All of it stays behind for your relatives to fight over. Amen. So listen, listen, listen. God says oh, first at the very beginning on the onset that God is our refuge. The name of the today's message is Emmanuel, which means God with us, the immovable son, the immovable son, the immovable son. Why is it called the immovable son? Because in God, we find our immovability or we find that we are stationary and we are structured in him. Where do we find that at? Because he is our refuge. 
a son rooted in Christ, in Christ Jesus. Emmanuel also was a name that was given to Christ. It was one of the many names that was given to Christ. He, uh, you know, he was Jesus of Nazareth. He was uh, uh, the Prince of Peace. It was a... Uh, uh, um, um, the wonderful count, wonderful, the counselor, mighty God uh, is so many names. And Jesus literally means God is savior or God is salvation or you, 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 you just is so much in the name of Jesus. And he is our refuge. Amen. Say amen. Now say amen. Hallelujah. You got to give glory to God because God is worthy of praise. Amen. Amen. So listen, listen. So God is our refuge. What is refuge? Well, when in looking up refuge, there are so many different words to give you an understanding what a refuge is. So if God is our refuge, refuge is number one, protection. We find protection in God. We find a shield in God. We find that nothing can really get to us that is that can really take us out when we are firmly rooted in God. He's our protection. Uh, number two, he are a place of hiding. Refuge is a place of hiding. That means uh, in some things, if you notice in some countries, when, when there was vigorous wars and people were being hurt and harmed, um, they, they, they would have refugees look for, run for refuge to another country. Well, God is the ultimate country of refuge. God is the ultimate place of hiding. God is the ultimate place. Where is the refuge for them to hide in a place of security where they were secured in the grace and the, the power of the almighty God. Number three, a refuge is a covering. It's a covering. It's, 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 it keeps you warm. It keeps you protected. A covering. Uh, we are under like we are under the covering of the uh, um, uh, in the natural, uh, in the earth, in your body. Um, you are somewhat under the covering of the country of America. You are under the its covering. You are protected as an American. Well, when you come to God, you are covered and protected under his covering, which is greater than a country's covering because God created all things. That means that no bomb can uh, hurt you. No no nuclear bomb, no seismic bomb, no napalm bomb, no, no tank, no gun. No weapon can be uh, successful against you because you are covered under God's blessing. Now, don't get me twisted. Don't go running out there to people with guns in their hands, testing God, because the word of God is clear. When Jesus was tempted on the mount, he told the devil, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. You don't tempt him. You don't test him. You don't go and put in your head the barrels of guns trying to test his power. Amen. And so. He's our covering. He covers us from all the rain that the adversary seems to try to draw, to drown us out with the rain of depression, the rain of anxiety, the rain of, of, of self-hate, the rain of unforgiveness, the rain of being hated by people in front of you, the rain of being rejected by our families. Just, 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 just focus in on what the Lord is saying to you. Another one is he's an exodus, a refuge is an exodus or an exit plan. He's shelter. The these three, I just named three, four, five, and six. An exodus, an exit plan, or shelter. An exodus is an exit plan. An exodus is an exit from bondage or from uh, um, an exit from the troubles of your past. An exit from being a slave to addiction. An exit from being lost in who you used to be. He is shelter. 
He is a shelter. He is covering shelter, a place to come into out of the world, a place to come into to be safe, a place to come into when your people and your family are hating you and rejecting you. This is who God is. God is all of this in your life. God is all of this for your protection. God is all of this. He is food. He is shelter. He is a covering. He is protection. He is refuge. He is a place of hiding and he will share you. God will have you in a place right in front of your enemies, but they don't even know where you are. God will have you in a place where you're right in the presence of those who really want to take you out and they can't even see you. They're right around the corner from you, but they never run into you. They live right around, right up the block, right up the street, the south's next door, but somehow y'all pass never cross. That's the kind of hiding God has. Amen. Say amen. And so God is our refuge. This is the first thing that the psalmist points out. He wants you to know that God is our, he's your refuge. He's my refuge. And when we come to him, he's our children's refuge. He is the refuge of all those that are connected to us. Why? Because of the anointing and mantle that God has placed on your life. Well, anointing, mantle, what is an anointing and a mantle? Well, Holy Spirit, what is an anointing and a mantle? And the Holy Spirit, the anointing is the blessing of God upon your life that covers you in the natural or in the earth. It is a smearing of oil on the head to signify that one is in right, fully right standing, but also rightfully chosen for duty in God. Amen. This is okay. Now, what is the mantle? The mantle is the literal office that God has placed on your life for you to operate in. That office could be an apostle. That office can be a prophet. That office can be an evangelist. That office can be a pastor. That office can be uh, a teacher. What has God called you to do? Ah, that's where we get into focusing on hearing God clearly or getting into the presence of one who can hear God to decree in the earth what God has called you in the spirit. So, but the point here is that in all that God must be your refuge. God covers you. That means you yield to God, right? Now, now let's get back to the word. Now he's our he's our refuge and our strength. Now, now let's see what that word strength means. That word strength in the natural uh in the original language means he's our might and strength. Watch this. Not only is he your material or physical strength, he's your personal, social, and political strength. This is what he's saying to you. I am your personal strength. I am. I'm your strength to make it through your problems. I'm your strength to make it through what you're going through. I'm your social strength. I'm your strength to to face everything that's around you in your neighborhood, in your environment and in your city and in your state. I'm your social strength. I will carry you and cover you and hide you. I will give you protection in a place of hiding. I will cut and I am your exit plan and shelter. And those things. And he says, I am your political strength. I am the authoritative government over you. When you come to me, I am your government. I am your uh, your king. I am your, your president. I am your mayor. I am your authority. I watch over you and keep you. Now, does that mean that you don't listen to the earthly authority? No, 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 no. Far from that. God to honor God. He says you have to honor those who are in authority over you as 
unto the Lord. And so this is what we do. And when I say unto, that means just like you would the Lord. Um, you know, sometimes we get wrapped up, you know, when you've been in the word, uh, especially the King James, you get to speak in King James. You know, and me, I always joke and say me and my wife, you know, uh, we don't go through the day without speaking King James at least. Uh, I don't know, two or three times. But uh, I want to bring to your acknowledgement that God is our strength. He gives us the power that we don't have. Watch this. He is our majesty. He gives us he, he gives us the boldness against our in our political scenarios. He gives us the boldness to praise him. He gives us the boldness, the might, the power to be strong in every scenario in our lives. That's who God is. And guess what? When you find and you embrace the immovable son, you see, he's the immovable son. Why? Because we are, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? We uh, are fickle. We, we, one minute we love God, the next minute we don't. One minute we listen to God, the next minute we don't. One minute we, we were obedient to God, the next minute we aren't. But God is faithful. But watch this. Jesus Christ fulfilled everything in obedience, every letter of the law. He fulfilled every mission that the Father sent for him. And guess what? As he is victorious, as Christ is, so are we, the word of God tells us. As Christ is, so are we. So when we receive Jesus Christ, we receive the covering, we come up inside of his covering, up in his obedience, up in his uh, authority, up in his uh, power, in his leadership. We come up in that great strength. And so God and that Jesus Christ, because of who he did, because of being who he is, which is the word of God and also fully a man, the Christ was the word of God. The man is Jesus. We bring them together. We get Jesus, the Christ, Jesus, the son of God, Jesus, the word of God, Jesus. Amen. And so watch this, watch this, pay close attention. Don't miss this. And so as we are in Christ, Christ is the immovable son. Christ is the immovable son. God with us. He is with us. The moment we receive him, he becomes part of us. He becomes with us. He becomes, he's engrafted into us. That means he's stitched. He's interwoven. He's brought in. He, 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 he takes a residence within us in the form of the Holy Spirit and he, we become him and he becomes us and he gives us the power, the strength and the authority to move how God wants us to move. No longer to be slaves to addiction in our old way of life, uh, old way of living, excuse me, uh, addiction and fornication and, 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 and um, um, gambling, whatever it is, whatever, whatever it was that, that, that you, that you, that had a strong hold on you, that had a hold on you that was strong, that you couldn't let go or wouldn't let go of you when you tried to let it go. That's a stronghold. And so we try our best to move in obedience to God and watch this in each step of your obedience, son of God, child of God, man of God, woman of God, each and every step of your obedience, the spirit empowers you and strengthens you and gives you the ability to not only see God as your refuge, but to move in obedience to God with the power that you couldn't do on your own. And so as we find ourselves in Christ, we find ourselves immovable. Did you hear me? 
Are you listening? Focus in, focus in. I know you got some things going on around you, but focus in. I know that phone is ringing. I know your Instagram, your gram is ringing. I know your TikToks are going off. I know your Snapchat messages and inboxes are coming in, but focus in on God. Focus in on his word. Focus in on what the word of God is saying to your spirit right now. Lock into it. Don't let it go. Come on. I need you to stay focused, but God wants you to receive this word on today. Now watch this, the next portion uh, of the verse, uh, the uh, the B clause, he says, not only is he our strength, but he is a very present help in trouble. Present, not past help. Uh, not a present, not just future help, not just past help, a present help in trouble. Present, what does that mean? That means he's a timely help in times of trouble. That word trouble encompasses a lot in it. That word trouble encompasses, uh, uh, um, and it literally encompasses, watch this, one of the greater meanings of it is an adversary. Wow. Do you know that the Bible calls the devil the adversary? The word of God, the Bible, our apostles, prophets, the devil is the adversary. But what does the adversary bring? The adversary brings tribulation the adversary brings affliction what is affliction affliction is sickness uh, affliction is is worry affliction is anxiety affliction is intimidation but mostly an affliction usually is something that happens to your physical body uh you know your covid your age your cancer uh, 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 uh lupus these things in the name of jesus christ which we have victory over in jesus's name yes 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 this is what it means Yes, yes, he's a very present help. He's a timely help. Timely, present, timely. That means he's right on time. Just when you thought you were going to break to that adversary. Just when you thought the devil had victory over you. Just when you thought the disease was going to kill you. Just when you thought that you was going to break and lose your mind in that prison cell, in that jail cell. When you wouldn't get letters and you didn't have no commissary on your books. Just when you thought you was going to lose your mind when you was out there selling your body on the corner. And you couldn't, and, and, and the pimp wouldn't let you go. And you thought he was your only source. And he was the only way you could have help just when you thought you were going to lose your mind when you were in that padded cell and you had that jacket that had you hugging yourself and they were keeping you doped up on Thorazine and and Rimron and Rimron and every other sort of disease I mean every other sort of uh of 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 Every other sort of sedative that they could put you under. You, you, you thought you were going to lose your mind. Everybody thought you were counted out. Nobody believed that you would make it through it. Nobody believed that you would stop going to jail. No one believed that you would stop selling your body. No one believed that you would ever recover from the abuse that happened when you were young. No one ever believed it. But God, God was your refuge. God became your refuge. God became your place of hiding. God became your covering. God became your exodus, your exodus, your exit plan and your shelter. God became your strength and affliction. God became your deliverance from distress. God became your covering, your protection, your shield, your love, your, 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 your very armory, your, your, your weaponry against tribulation. God. But it all happened in Jesus Christ. 
It all happened through the blood of Jesus Christ. God couldn't hear you before you came to Jesus. God's wrath was on you before you came to Jesus. God couldn't save you from what you were going through before you came to Jesus. Why? Because you were a child of disobedience. You were under the God of this world system. What do you mean, God? I thought it was only one God. Look here. The word of God is clear. When you, when you, whatever you put before God is your God, whatever you worship before God, whatever you listen to before God, whatever direction you go to before God, you make that your God. Watch this. It's only two ways. It's only God or the devil. Stop letting everybody tell you that it's other things. It's other ways. It's other. It's many paths to get to God. It's, it's not just that Jesus fell off. No, 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 no. That's a lie from the piles, the bowels of hell. That's a lie from the toenails of the feet of Satan. That's a lie from the very pits of the adversary. There's only light and dark, good and bad, hell or heaven, God or the devil. But watch this. When you come to Jesus, when you find your hope in Jesus, when you place your strength in the cross, I mean, not the cross, because the cross was a tool for the manifestation of of the grace of God. Let me say that again. The cross was merely a man, a tool for the manifestation of the grace and love of God. Well, what do you mean, Holy Spirit? Can you can you enlighten me through the speaker right now? Can you enlighten me through the man of God? Listen. In the beginning, Adam and Eve coughed up everything. They fumbled the ball on a tree. You hear me on a tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is what it's called. When they ate the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they fell from God's grace and they died spiritually in root to dying physically. When they ate the fruit, they fell from God's graces. They died spiritually in root. That means on the way to dying physically amen and if it had not been for the sacrifice that God made for them even in their fallen state they would have had to have died not physically because that was the wages of the sin of disobedience it was death and so because that a tree, disobedience through a tree caused the fall. Obedience through a tree had to restore us to God. This is why the word of God calls Adam, the first Adam and Jesus Christ is the last Adam. One son of God who was the first of all creation. I mean, the first son um, to ever be created on the earth on the earth um, and he coughed it up he his, his wife ate the fruit and instead of him reprimanding her and calling out to God he ate the fruit but she was deceived by the devil the devil tricked her but Adam knew what he was doing and so Adam coughed up everything and uh, I mean, don't get me wrong Eve is not to be left out but Adam 
was given the objective. Adam was placed head over everything and Eve was brought because God's grace and love for Adam. God said he, it was not good that man should be alone. But watch this. He had already had the intentions of creating them. But I'm getting off base. But watch. Let's get back to the term. Let's get let's let's get back. I digress. Let's get back to the to the form uh, format to what the Lord is. What I hear the Holy Spirit saying. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And so be Adam fell. He fumbled it. Jesus, everything that Adam failed at, Jesus succeeded at. Jesus succeeded at being obedient. Jesus succeeded at beating temptation. Jesus um, uh, succeeded at um, uh, um, not falling for the devil's tricks. Jesus succeeded everywhere that, and then not only that, Jesus also succeeded in speaking the will of God in the earth as the word of God himself. So everything that Adam coughed up, Jesus fulfilled. But it was on a tree. You understand? The cross was made out of wood. The wood comes from a tree. Jesus, so so as Adam ate from the tree of what they call the knowledge of good and evil, which really became a tree of death, death spiritually and death physically. Jesus Christ in the exact opposite was obedient. He was the word of God, which is God. He came down, humbled himself, and he lived the life of a man anointed by the spirit of God, born pure because he was not born of a man. He was born of a pure woman, a virgin, and then also born of the seed of the Holy Spirit of God. And then anointed for office, after he was baptized to move forward in the things of God. And so covered by the protection of God to fulfill the will of God. And when he gave his life on the cross, which is a tree because it was made from wood. So that's why I said, that's why the Holy Spirit wanted me to enlighten you. So now in that tree, when he gave his life and he, and he, um, he sacrificed his life. He became the sacrifice for you and me. He became the first that succeeded all the temptations of the enemy and made the sacrifice of his life. And he took everything that we've ever done, all the sins, but starting with Adam, he took Adam's disobedience and nailed it to the cross, nailed it to the tree. And he became the tree of life. He always was the tree of life, but manifested in this earth. He became the tree of life that brought us out of darkness and into God's marvelous life. He brought, he restored spiritual life from spiritual death. He restored spiritual connection from spiritual disconnection. He restored spiritual, uh, uh, spiritual grace from spiritual disgrace. He restored us. So when you receive Jesus Christ, you came into the power of God's love. You became immovable as Christ is in the bosom of the Father, as the word of God means. That means Christ is in the heart of the Father. Christ is in the Father. Christ is the Father. And he released 
the Holy Spirit on us. He released the Holy Spirit for us to receive it. And now as we receive Christ, we receive the Holy Spirit. We are restored into righteousness. We are reconnected to God. We are reestablished in the blood. We are re-rooted and reconstituted. We have re, uh, we have been made righteous by from unrighteousness. We have been made right by God's grace. We have been made holy and acceptable without spot or blemish in Christ Jesus. And that gift is immovable as you walk in the Lord, as you walk in obedience, as you walk and you stand with him. Now watch this. The gift, oh, thank you Holy Spirit, the gift of salvation is not of your works. The gift of salvation is not of your works. What does that mean? It means that your actions don't determine the gift of salvation. The gift of salvation is free through what Jesus accomplished on the tree. The gift of salvation is free for what Jesus accomplished on the tree. With each and every dripping droplet of his blood, we were saved. With each and every nail that went into each one of his hand, his wrist, we were saved. With each and every nail that went, with each nail, with a nail that was driven through his feet, we were saved. With the crown of thorns that was placed on his head, we were saved. We were saved from our wretchedness. We were saved from gang banging. We were saved from dope and drug addiction. We were saved from uh, pimping and prostituting and slandering we were saved from being from the from the mental ward we were saved from almost dying in, in on the emergency room we were saved from being darkened and walking in darkness even wanting uh, on a trail to either the jailhouse or penitentiary or the grave we were saved from death by his blood by his blood and by his blood and it had because it came because disobedience came through a tree it had to be restored through a tree and a tree that was taken and now the tree that is immovable. Now in the tree of Emmanuel, God is with us in the spirit. God is with us, walking with us. You're not fighting alone. You're not going through this alone. You're not you're not defeating addiction alone. You're not fighting with temptation alone. You're not fighting with the lust of the flesh alone. You are fighting with the power of God and the Holy Spirit that lives within you. It is the grace of God that will give you the victory over prediction. It is the grace of God that will give you the victory over jumping from bed to bed, woman to woman, and man to man. It is the grace of God that will give you the victory over the alcohol bottle. It is the grace of God that will give you the victory over that crack pipe. It is the grace of God that will give you the victory over self-righteousness and putting yourself like you're just high and above all things. It is the grace of God that we give you the victory over pride it is the grace of God in the face in the body in the blood of the immovable son Jesus Christ it is by Christ we are saved. It is by Christ that we have that we are no longer in darkness. It is by Christ that we no longer chase our tails running and spinning in circles. It is by Christ and Christ alone. It is by him, the immovable son 
who is ever at the right hand of the Father making an intercession for us. He is the mediator. What does that mean? That means that he is sitting at God's hand and he is standing in a gap for us. He is literally literally pleading your case. Yeah, yeah, some of us that done been in the penitentiary know what that means. He's pleading our case, but not like a dis- not like a public defender. He's pleading your case from the standpoint of being the judge. He's pleading your case from the standpoint of standing in God. He's pleading your case from the standpoint of you've already won. He is the immovable son. And today God wants you to put your faith in him. He wants you to yield to the Holy Spirit. He wants you to yield to his righteousness. He wants you to yield in his obedience. Yes, I said something. I heard the Holy Spirit say, go back to I hear him say. And so. Remember. His gift. As uh, that you were bought, we were bought with a price and it's not nothing, not that of our own. It is the gift of God. God, salvation through Jesus Christ, does, the only thing you have to do is have faith. And, it is, and watch this, the Spirit alone, God's Spirit actually gives you that faith. The Word of God is clear. The Bible tells us that none can come to God lest they be drawn of the Spirit. None can come to Christ lest they be drawn of the Spirit of God. So that faith that you got, that faith came because God's spirit drew you in. Now, once you have received Christ and you have received salvation, the Lord wants you to know that you work out your salvation with fear and trembling. He said those that are led by the Holy Spirit of God, the spirit of God, them are the sons of God. He said he said that all the word of God is clear. He said that if I abide in you, if I abide in you and you abide in me and my word, mommy see if I abide in you, if my words abide in you and I abide in okay, we're going to get we'll get back to that. But if you in a translation, paraphrase, if you if God, the way God is going to know that his word abides in you is if you live according to his word, as if his word is what you is. Are you obedient to his word or is the word of God leading you out of temptation, leading you out of those old places? Listen, working out your salvation with fear and trembling. Why are you working it out? That fear means with reverence, with a deep reverence, a deep respect that is birthed out of a love for God. So he said, those that do the will of my father, remember that you do the will of the father. That what is the will, what he wants, what his, what he has said, the plans and purposes he has ordained for your life. We must walk in obedience to God. We must walk in holiness. The word of God tells us that without holiness, None can see the Lord. What does that mean? You can't see him. You can't understand him. You can't. And watch this. You will not see him or dwell with him in disobedience. And so I want to encourage you on the day, son of God. Walk with God above all things. God, let God be your refuge. Don't put your trust in what 
uh, the media says, what the government says, anything, because it changes. As you can see, day by day, it changes. It's fickle. But God's word and God's truth is, it stands the test of time. Stay immovable in God. Stay immovable in his word. Stay immovable in his will. Stay immovable in his purpose for your life. Stay immovable to his word. Because he said, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word will stand forever. All glory be to God. Stay in immovable, son. God will help you. God will lead you. God will strengthen you. God will empower you. God will direct you in Christ Jesus. Separate from the vine, the branches will wither. That means separate from God. Separate from God. You will not make it. Trust him. He loves you. Stay with him. He will protect you. He will cover you. And he will shield you. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. All glory be to God. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You are now worshiping with and rocking with now the Living Word Ministries. That's now the Living Word Ministries. One more time. Now the Living Word Ministries. No one without. Well, we believe no one should go without the gospel. No one should go without salvation. No one should go without a home. No one should go without rivers of living water. That in, guess what? That's Jesus Christ. So no one should go without God. Today, we were talking about the immovable son, which is your place in God, in Christ. If you have received him as your Lord and Savior and made him Lord over your life. Now, remember, it's more than just a sinner's prayer. This is a lifestyle. This is where we we decide that we want to no longer put ourselves before God. We instead now have by the changing and renewing of our hearts and minds, we decide to move with God as God says move. We decide that God's will is more important. And how do we find that out? Inside God and inside of his word. But how does it all start? It starts with being inside Jesus Christ. So this message is called Emmanuel, the immovable son. Emmanuel in Hebrew means God with us, God within us, or God walking with us. And another one is God became one of us. And so we move with God's power and authority in the spirit. 
And I want to thank you for making it through the message, for making it thus far. I want to thank you. Excuse me. I thank you for making it through this message. I thank you for making it thus far. And I thank you for taking your time out to endure to the end what the Lord has to say to you. We find our roots in Christ, in God. There is nothing that we have been through that we cannot have gotten out of without the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Other than that, we just kind of go through a cycle of spinning, chasing our tails, going opening and closing the same doors and never making any progress. But Christ opens up the door for you and I to go further, to move Father, to to stand stronger, to, to not break and to crumble under the things that we're hearing nowadays, because we know that God is able and stronger and more powerful than anything that man could ever create. Yes, he's more powerful than a, a bomb. He's more powerful than a gun. He's more powerful than a sword. He's more powerful than worry and pain. He's more powerful than death. He's definitely more powerful than the devil. So with that being said, the Lord wants me to encourage you on today to stand with him, pray to him a little more, talk to him a little more, tell him what you really feel. You don't have to be in church to do that. You're actually the word of God tells us that what we do in private, Jesus said this himself, it's what we do in private that God rewards us more openly for. Why? Because when you leave the church, you could be a whole different animal. When you leave the church, you could be headed to the club. When you leave the church, you could be putting your gun in your your side. Sideways and going to go do dirt. When you leave the church, you should, you could be going out to hang out with Pookie Ray Ray and Big Steve and Lolo from the hood. You could be going to do that. But in Christ, the Word of God, the empowerment of the Holy Spirit leads us in a different way. And watch this. When you're in private, you live like you're in church everywhere. You know why? Because the Word of God also tells us that our body is the temple of God. Our body is where where God lives. Our body, the building that is church doesn't become empowered until we get in the building. Why? Because we are his body. Actually, the, the word of God and through the Apostle Paul, the Holy Spirit tells us that we are the body of Christ. We are his hands, his legs, his arms, his spine, his feet, his toes. We are his neck, his heart, his organs. We are that. And so the Lord wants you to be encouraged that you are righteous and holy. Yeah, you stumbled last night, but ask the Lord for forgiveness. Give the Holy Spirit reign over you. Study your word more. Give to God. Submit to him. Don't go to that place you went to last night. Don't do, don't chill with that married woman you was with yesterday. Don't go gambling when you know you need to pay the rent and the bills. Don't do it. And the Holy Spirit will give you power to defeat the devil and his temptations. As you stand in the power of the Holy Spirit inside Jesus Christ, inside God, the father inside Emmanuel, God is with you. He is the immovable son. Christ is the immovable son. And as you stand in the immovable son, you too can be immovable. 
Thank you for tuning in. You guys have a blessed, wonderful, stress-free day. Now, as you get away from this message, but not out of God's sight, I pray that the power and the anointing of God covers you and keeps you, shields you and protects you, that he covers you each and everywhere you go, that he gives his angel charge over you, that shows you will not dash your foot against the stone, that he gives you and empowers you by way of the Holy Spirit to defeat all forms of temptation, sin, death, and the devil over every demon, every adversary, and unclean spirit to stand strong in the power of his might and understand that it's not by your might or your power but it is by the power of God that you are able to stand strong and to resist the devil to humble yourself in the presence of God and to resist the devil so that he may flee from you we thank you once again here at now the living word ministries for tuning in now if by any chance you find that you want to sow into this word. You felt that this word was something that would move you. The word of God is clear that you are to share in all good things. Galatians 6, verse 6 through 7. Galatians 6, verse 6 through 7. That we are to share into all good things with those who have taught us. And be ye not deceived that God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, he shall reap. If you sow to your flesh corruption, you shall reap corruption. If you sow to it life in the spirit, you shall reap life. So if you sow into God's word, which is to plant a seed, uh, you will reap what God has for you. And also, he said, he that, he that, um, he that, uh, souls into a prophet or reaps will reaps a prophet's reward. So the, the remember, God is abundantly able to provide everything that we need pertaining to life and godliness. But some uh, but a lot of the time, God uses men and women such as yourself to sow back into the word. Remember, what you sow in, God is able to return good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give in to your bosom. Whatsoever you meet or measure, so whatever measure that you give, it shall be measured or given unto you. And God is exceedingly able to. So if you do want to sow, we work primarily by cash app here. The cash app is dollar sign capital N-O-W Ministries, M I N I S T R I E S 104. It's all one word. That's dollar sign N O W Ministries, M I N I S T R E I E S 104. Just want to let you know I love you. We here now at Now the Living Word Ministries love you. Signing off for myself, my wife, and our children, our beautiful daughter. Signing off. If you, we pray that the peace of God be with you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. May he be gracious unto you. Lift his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Shalom. Nothing missing, nothing lacking. Nothing broken, completely covered in the love and grace of God. All glory be to God. Have a blessed day.